0: Well, we have flesh in the resurrection? And hope as a captain. Hey, Wednesday was not the podcast. Pastor Wolfmiller here in the subway, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get a podcast out this week. Sorry, it's been a couple of days. Uh, great question from Andy about uh, something I was talking about earlier about flesh and body in the resurrection. I hope that this clarifies that. And also thinking about hope, we're going to be at the March for uh, March for Life tomorrow, and talking to the kids gathered here in D.C. about. Uh, about hope tonight so here's a little meditation on this line from luther where he says hope is a captain Uh, thanks for being along for the ride on the subway along for the ride (laughs) here's a question about flesh in the resurrection andy says dear pastor i'm confused your recent wednesday whatnot email thanks andy for subscribing that's great you said in the resurrection we'll have a perfect and purified body and soul, but there will be no flesh, only spirit. I never heard that our resurrected bodies will be in spirit only. First John three two, beloved, we are God's children. What we will be has not yet appeared, but we know that when He appears, we shall be like Him, because we shall see Him as He is. First Corinthians fifteen twenty, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Luke twenty four thirty six and following, see my hands and my feet. It's I myself. Touch me in sea spirit, does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. First Corinthians fifteen fifty two. In a moment, the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. The trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised and perishable, we shall be changed. Scripture would suggest that we receive an incorruptible body and soul. Can you help me understand what you meant? Many thanks. Andy, Andy, thank you for the question. This is really an important one and a really good one. Um, maybe to start with, one of the important things as we think theologically is to remember that there are different... Um, Different words have different realms of meaning. So, so for example, uh, it's important to think of the context, and I'll give you a few examples. Uh, we can think of the law in two different ways, in the broad sense or the narrow sense. The law in the broad sense is a way that the Bible refers to the old, whole Old Testament, the Torah, which includes both law and gospel in the narrow sense. Uh, law in the narrow sense would be that word of God which tells us what to do and shows us where we fail to do it. Well, gospel, the same way. Gospel in the broad sense can refer to the four gospels, to the writing, the scripture of the New Testament. But in the narrow sense, when we speak of law versus gospel, we're thinking of that promise of the forgiveness of sins that comes to us by the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. uh, Sanctification is another one of these words. Sanctification in the broad sense is everything that the Lord does to make us holy. In the narrow sense, sanctification stands in distinction to justification. Justification is the, the forgiveness of sins and our promise, our, our faith in that promise of the forgiveness of sins. Sanctification is that growth in good works and patient endurance that's worked by the Holy Spirit in the lives of the Christians as we wait for glory. So when someone's talking about sanctification, you can say, oh, broad or narrow sense. Baptism, for example, belongs to sanctification in the broad sense. Uh, In fact, justification belongs to sanctification in the broad sense, but it's excluded in the narrow sense. So, same thing is also true for flesh. Uh, Flesh really has two different things in the Bible, two different things that it's referred to. On the one hand, it's talking about our mortal nature. So, when Jesus in the resurrection says, I'm not a ghost, look, I have flesh and blood. Or in Hebrews chapter 2, it says just as the children partake of flesh and blood, he partook of the same, so that through his death he might destroy him who has the power of death. So flesh, in the broad sense, refers to our our humanity, our human existence. But flesh in the narrow sense is contrasted with the spirit. And in that way, flesh means all that is corrupted by sin uh, that belongs to us. So um, unbelief doubt, concupiscence, that is this bent of our nature towards sin, lust and anger, greed and selfishness and all that sort of stuff. That's what we mean by flesh in the narrow sense when it's contrasted to spirit. So what I was talking about in the resurrection we won't have flesh, it'll all be spirit, I certainly wasn't saying that we won't have a physical mortal body. We will indeed. The same body that is laid in the ground is raised from the dead. Our graves will be as empty as the grave of Jesus. There's a continuity, a one-to-one continuity between the body that's buried and the body that's raised. And, And we confess that with great clarity. We're not Gnostics. Our eternal life is not a spiritual Uh, existence, but a very very physical existence, the train's coming. So when I was speaking of flesh in this way, I was speaking of uh, that sinful corruption that clings to our nature, body and soul, and not in the broader sense of having a a physical life. So, thank you for that. For that point and that question and that great clarification, we don't want to be Gnostics and say that no, no, the eternal life is only a a spiritual life and not a physical life. It is very, very physical, uh, but it has no none of the corruption of sin. So, hope that's helpful, Andy. Um, We have to keep thinking about this. So, this idea that the body-soul distinction is different than the flesh-spirit distinction. This is one we want to keep pressing, because we know that we are eternally spirit, and we are eternally body and soul. Very, very physical. So thanks again for the question. I hope that clarification is helpful. hope is a captain that's what luther says in his commentary on galatians 5 5 which is a beautiful passage we uh by faith uh, we eagerly wait for the hope of the righteousness by faith at least that's how i remember something like that and and luther says that he's talking about well what's the difference between faith and hope he says they always go together hand in hand but if you want to distinguish them, I, I always, by the way, said that, that hope is faith directed to the future. But here's some Luther stuff. Uh, faith is a theologian and a judge battling against errors and heresies and judging spirits and doctrine. On the other hand, hope is a captain battling against feelings such as tribulation, the cross, impatience, sadness, faint-heartedness, despair, and blasphemy, and it battles with joy and courage, etc., in opposition to those great evils. This is a marvelous thing. Hope is, has his sword out of his sheath, and he's riding on the horse and rallying the troops and saying, you can do it, you can make it, you can endure, you can uh, survive all of these troubles and tribulations and afflictions. There's a threefold attack. We're going to talk about this, um, thinking about it, especially because uh, we're here in D.C. for the March for Life, and the Youth for Life asked me to talk about hope, especially as we live in a culture that's so dark and full of despair. And we know that faith and hope and love are all under attack, faith by unbelief, hope by despair, and and love by sin and other great vice, so that we want to we want to fight back by the Lord's gifts against these things. So the Lord fights back against unbelief with the Spirit and the Word, which gives us promises. He fights with That's the front door attack of the devil. Then the devil sneaks around to the back door and he attacks love, tempts us to sin or tempts others to sin against us. We become angry. That's the attack on love. and We fight back by the Spirit and the Word and the fruits of the Spirit. So then the devil tries to creep around to the side window and attack our hope through suffering and wear us down. But here's how the Lord exercises this sort of spiritual jujitsu and turns it around. It's uh, Romans chapter 5. That we're, we have peace with God through justification. And then, and then the Lord uh, uses that peace to give us hope and suffering, he says, and we rejoice in suffering, knowing that suffering produces perseverance, and perseverance produces character, and character produces hope. So so instead of destroying our hope, for the Christian, our suffering actually strengthens our hope. And that's a twofold hope. It's not only the hope of the world to come which, which believes in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting and knows it will stand before the Lord on Judgment Day, clothed in the righteousness of His forgiveness. But it's also the hope for tomorrow, that Jesus sits on the throne and rules and reigns all things for the sake of His body, the Church, and that all things work together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose so that we can rejoice not only in the last day but in the next day both both so hope is a captain (laughs) he rallies the troops hope rallies us we are the prisoners of hope we can't escape this joyfulness that the lord has for us god be praised Thanks again for being along for the ride here. We're headed to the Museum of the Bible in D.C. Maybe I'll try to report back how that goes tomorrow, and try to capture some audio also from the March for Life tomorrow. Uh, so I'll see if I can report in tomorrow, on Saturday, etc. on this. Uh, otherwise, if, hey, if you're in Texas and listening, we're going to do our own Texas March for Life on Saturday, January 28th at St. Paul Lutheran Church. Uh, so join us for that. And don't forget to sign up for Wednesday whatnot that's the weekly email that's really great it's free you can subscribe which gets you nothing but it sends a few dollars this way we keep this kind of stuff going uh, so that's great uh, that helps well it helps have producer packer that's a huge thing and you can see how helpful he is he, we got a packer's corner on the wednesday whatnot and it's better than the stuff that i man that guy reads so much so you can check that out on the Wednesday whatnot as well. So thanks for again for being along for the ride. Uh, send your questions at wolfmeather.co slash contact. We'll talk to you soon. God's peace be with you. I forgot. I wanted to end all the episodes by reminding you that Christ is risen. So, Christ is risen.